Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is November 2nd. 2022. The time is about 4.30 p.m. Ready in Newman PC has been conducting conference or Zoom call from past two days. If you have any questions, please raise your hands. If you're a newcomer, let our team know you're a newcomer and put your camera on. Siddha Venkata. Hi, hi Rahul. My name is Venkata. So my question is, my 485 and EAP are in pending. Um, my H1 and my spouse H4 I-94 is valid until November 2025. And our stamping will expire November 2022. Uh, we are planning for a cruise trip, um, and it has a one-day uh, trip to Mexico in between in the itinerary. I would like mm-hmm. to know: Will it cause any issues if we travel uh, to Mexico for one day in that cruise trip? Now, what is pending right now? You said my 485 and advanced payroll is pending. Are pending, but the yeah. H1 and H4 is expiring when? November 2025, but stamping will expire November 2022. November 2025, the I-94s are expiring. Yeah, I-94 H1B, is valid. Yeah, H1B, uh, H1B and H4, I-94 is valid until November 2025. Okay. And um, and your advance parole is not approved? Yes, not yet. So when you leave the country, the advance parole will be denied, okay? Okay, okay. The advance parole will be denied. Once you come back, you can apply again if you want to. Okay. Oh, got it. Got it. I have one more question. Um, so I, my case, my 485 case status changed to case ready for interview. Um, mm-hmm. Your law firm help uh, for uh, interview if uh, if if I schedule a session with you guys. Uh, it is in San Francisco office. Yeah, we we can do mock interview. Or we can even come to, we can even attend the interview too, with you. That's up to exactly. you. Initially, we normally do the mock interview to see how the things are working Got out. Got it. How to reach you guys for that? Okay, one second. One second. Okay. Um, um, my colleague is going to give an appointment um, okay. appointment thing to you. You can, but make an appointment. You can make an appointment right now or you can make an appointment later on. Once you Sorry. make an appointment for the for the uh, for the interview though, I normally send out all the commonly asked questions, how the things work out. I want you to go through those things because okay. I don't want to go through the clerical things, what your mom's name is, what your dad's name is. Okay? okay. I want to go to the points and go on the topics that are a little bit, people are very confused about. That's what I would like to discuss more about, okay? 
All right. And in that mock interview, you will let you know, uh, let us know if uh, you, if it's required for you to come for the... Yeah, we, we, we will recommend or not recommend. Some people okay. we recommend, they didn't, still don't take it. Some people we don't recommend. They're very scared. They will take it. That's up to them. Okay, got it. Thank you. Thank you, Rahul. Next person, please. Sarita. Hi, uh, my name is Charita. I recently got my, uh, well, two years ago, I got my H1B I in got the year this. 2020. Hello? Uh, give me one second. Give me one second. Sure. Now, okay. Give me one yeah. second. Yeah. Uh, sorry, you said you filed in 2020? Yeah, 2020. Um, and I haven't left the country. Uh, which means I haven't gotten my H-1B stamping yet. And I also do not have my I-140 yet. Uh, and I recently received my Canadian uh, permanent residency and uh, I'm planning to make the move. I received an opportunity uh, and I resigned my current job. My last day was October 28th and I'm planning to uh, move uh, this month 15th to uh, Canada. Uh, my question is if I want to come back, um, to work, will I be able to use uh, the you know unused uh, one year of my H1B? And if I want to come back as a visitor, um, I I know I'll have to apply for a visitor visa. Will that affect my uh, H1B? And uh, my last question is, uh, can I get my first time H1B stamping in uh, Canada? Well, too many questions. First of all, you said yeah. when did you? Is your six years H1B expiring? Uh, I got my uh, H1B in 2020. It's expiring in 2023. 2020. That is for the first H1B you, you got it? Yeah. Yes. First H1B. First H1B. Yeah. Okay. So you only used up two years of H1B at the most. You have, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So you still have four years of H1B left out. Okay. Because I should be able H1B. to use it, right? Okay. Got it. You can, you can use that at any point of your life. Oh, okay. Before you die, you can use it. Okay. Now, okay, however, when you, when you use the lottery thing, okay, when you use the uh -huh. lottery thing, when you, when you are exempt from the lottery thing, sorry, you will be only able to get six years of, uh, four years of H1B, not six years. You got that? Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then if I want to come back as a visitor, I know I have to apply for the visitor visa. Will that affect my H1B? No, it won't cause any problem for you. You're fine. You can come back okay. at whenever you want. Got it. Okay. And my last question was, uh, can I get my first H-1B stamping in uh, Canada? Okay. Once you go okay. and use it down in you next person, please. Okay. Thank you. Deepak? Uh, yes, ma'am. Thank you. Uh, uh, so I have a situation here. Uh, um, my employer, uh, previous employer, filed uh, I-485 EB3 a downgrade in October 2020. My priority date is November 2014. Um, I changed employer last year. After one, after 200 days, I changed employer to employer B. And employer B interfiled to EB2, but the date has retrogressed. So my current employer, employer B, is uh, shutting down the business uh, and is winding down. So the business is closing, and um, I'm moving to you know I'm moving to a new employer. The new employer mm -hmm. is filing. The new employer is filing H-1B, 
and mm-hmm. is saying that they will not port the 485 because they think it can get rejected because of uh, moving 180 days before inter filing nah that's not right that is not right but you don't need to file the 485j right now you can file it later on there is no hurry for you to file a 485j right now correct so sir they are saying that they will not they will not support and they might not be able to support an rfe because mm-hmm. i have moved 180 days after inter filing and now the clock has reset so they don't know it's a big company and they don't know the the implications of moving the job so they said they are not comfortable and uh, i know what what wait 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 so if you don't have any other job right now you can move to that company right now okay 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 at a later date you can move to another company but that is willing to support you if so, not you can contact i can if your job is very hard i have a consulting company that will support you so, so i i have a so sir so, so, so the second part of the question is the employer filed for h1b on october 1st so 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 which is uh, you know almost one month now and i'm supposed to join their next month in december they file h1b mm-hmm. now i mm-hmm. found another employer now i found another employer who is also willing to take me and said they will support the 485j okay so, so is there any right. obligation now for me to go to employer c who already filed h1b and is not willing to support 485j no obligation as the immigration is concerned you have no obligation so 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 the 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 employer c uh, who filed the h1b uh, the h1b start date is 180 days before after inter filing is within 180 days is that not going to jeopardize anything for 485 no it doesn't jeopardize your 485 next okay. person okay. thank you uh, you got a wrong lawyer with the company c that's all i can tell your company d lawyer is good right. next okay. person please abdul Hi, thank you, Rahul. Uh, this is Abdul. Uh, I am on H-1B visa, having GCEID. Just wondering, can I accept any job offer having the same SOC code from a new employer? Ah, uh, so, sorry, one second. Days... Sorry, I got, I got cut off. Sure. Uh, can I start my question? So, yeah. yeah. So, ah, uh, uh, so I am on H-1B visa, having GCEID. So, can I accept a new job, new job offer having the same SOC code from a new company? within 180 days of filing of i485j yes so i mean when did you file the 485 uh in june june 2022 june 2022 so, so you are joining this company within 180 days after filing no, no. the i485 uh, still uh, only only the discussion is going on job offer and transfer has not been done yet just we are discussing i know but the question is in june of 2022 Did you filed only I four eight five J or I four eight five? That's a question. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So four eighty five we filed in twenty twenty November, and only four eighty five J. We filed four eighty five J only. Why did you file the four eighty five J? Because it's the same employer. Last it was the same employer. So you wanted to move from EB three to EB two. Is that the reason why you filed four eight five J in June two thousand twenty two? Yes. Yeah. Or what? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. We upgraded you. from. I need, to, I need to know that. Okay, if you move before 180 days after the 485J has been interfiled to upgrade to EB2, you have about 10 to 20 percent risk that you may be stuck in EB3. Okay, got That's it. That's the only risk. It. The risk is not to the 485, but the risk is for the EB2, and that too between 10 to 20 percent. 
All right. You got it? But better if after 180 days, there is no issue, right? After 180 days, there is no issue. But I don't know whether yeah. EV2 is good or EV3 is good. I don't know that. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. No, Next yeah, that's fine. Thank you. AB? Hello. Uh, hey, Rahul. Thanks for taking my question. So I have uh, my uh, uh, EAD approved uh, and it's valid until uh, April of 2024. Uh, and uh, my question is, uh, I have uh, quit my previous employer on September 30th. So can I join my new employer on EAD card uh, and have them process my H1B parallelly, but uh, file it before November 30th of the 60-day grace period? Or do I have to wait for H1B transfer to happen and then only join or file for a file with USCIS? Wait, you lost the job on September 30th. You have an EAD, that is 485 EADs, right? Yes, yes, that is approved, yes. Yeah. If you have an EAD, why do you need a H1B though? So I don't have my green card. I have EAD without AP. I, I traveled out of the country. So yeah, but I don't, I don't know AP. why you need H1B. Yeah, they can file H1B within 60 days, but I don't know why you need H1B. No, but if my green card is denied later for some reason, then I would... Uh, yeah, but uh, if your H1B is denied, it may ca cause problems for your green card. So yeah, anyway, I don't want yeah. to... Yeah, I, I, I don't want to debate about it because... All the lawyers want to make money. Why not I join the bandwagon and make money at your cost, at your expenditure, immigration expenditure? Yeah, you can file the H1B within 60 days and you don't mm -hmm. have to file the 485J immediately. You can file it anytime later on. Okay. So I can, I mean, uh, if I want to retain my H1B though, uh, it's better to kind of file it, right? That way if I'll you have want to retain even H my, Yeah. Even if my green card is denied, I can continue working on H1. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, you can do so. Okay, thank you. Next person, please. Vas? Okay, um, hi Rahul. So I'm actually currently working full-time in my STEM OPT with the work authorization uh, that will expire in May, 2023. This is just a STEM OPT F1 visa. I am actually an aspirant for EB1A visa from a non-profit that I founded back in uh, India, like 2.5 years ago. So like since that 2.5 mm -hmm. years ago, like I've gotten a lot of awards and like, you know, publications, magazines and all of the factors that will contribute to like a good case for an EB1A. The concern I'm having is that mm -hmm. my association with my non-profit now, uh, will it be construed as unauthorized work? Uh, when I'm actually applying for my I-485 because this whole thing that I'm talking about, the non-profit is back home in India. I'm, but right now here, I'm, a, I'm on my STEM OPT working for my uh, employer full-time. Did you speak with Vanita on this, in our office? I, I did, I did, yes, I did, I did, yes, yes, I did. So she suggested yeah, a Margarita switch to first uh, change the last name. There you go. And there. yes, and then cease the operation with the... Uh, like the organization and all that. I just wanted to like hear out to see if you have any approach, uh, I, like as a follow-up or yes. anything that I can think of. I, I had, she mm. had, we had a discussion in our office about this. Okay. Okay. And the result is a Margarita switch. Okay. So what uh, unique advantage does uh, Margarita switch do, Rahul? Like I'm trying to just understand the perspective. Here is a question though. When you file the 485, mm. if there is a status violation for more than six months, they will not give mm. the green card to you, period. Oh, okay. 
you got it oh they want okay, you so to continue this period of 180 days you're so saying like continue for example this two and a half mm. years that you were on a student yes if you are telling that you work you have worked for that organization though it is considered to be a status violation we okay. yet don't know whether you violated the status or not it's a thing but if okay. we are going to question and mm. the 485 at a later date we don't want to get the mm. denial at that point of time so if you go to right. if you go to uh, mexico and come back you do the margarita mm-hmm. search mm-hmm. any status violation that occurred before your last entry will be excused they should oh. only look into the status violation since your last entry into united states to right now so let's got say it, tomorrow which mm. is november 3rd mm. you go outside mm-hmm. the country you come back and you file i140 and 485 and there after mm-hmm. they say hey all along you violated the status so yes i did who mm. cares oh. you still are okay. supposed to give me the green card okay got it yeah this is the point that i didn't catch i think like cuz uh Okay, got it, got it. This is perfect. So when I do it, it basically gets reset like completely. So then, even if I did violate, like we can't, they can't do even it. If, okay, got it, got it. Right, they cannot do anything. It's called two forty-five K. If you ever want to Google it, it's called two forty-five K. I will let it on. They cannot perfect. look into the status violations before you last entry. It's an exception. Uh, Trump tried to close the loophole, but he did not. He was unable to. Oh, thank God. Okay, okay. got it, got it. Okay, okay. Yeah, that was my next question. question. Thank you so much. Yes, it's only status violation, not the lawful presence. Next person, unlawful presence. Next person, please. Aditya. Um, hi, hi Rahul. Thanks for taking my question. Uh, so I got uh, I never I seven nine seven A approval, but with counselor processing. Uh, last time my husband talked about it, and you suggested it might come. It has come same way. Uh, so one question is I entered uh, I came as a H four dependent, and now I'm working as H one B. So will will I be eligible for Dropbox? Uh, like is my visa valid or? Why did you not get the I ninety four? uh why why i did not get uh because uh, my visa stamping is uh, long back like a uh, 2019 march that's not the question ma'am you said oh. you did not get the i94 for the h1bs right uh, yeah you you said you got i797 without the i94 consular process yes yes consular processing because why? Uh, uh because my ex employer uh, has um uh, what is this underpay and uh, we we got uh, rfe on it uh, okay underpaid and you got an rfe on it okay yes, so yes. yeah you can up in the ds160 form there will be a question that's called have you ever violated the legal status you have to answer yes to that question in the ds160 okay okay You know what a DS one sixty is? Yes, yes. I, uh, I, uh, yeah. I have filled it, but I thought it is not a violation. Okay. It is a violation because I because, because it, I got approval, right, Rahul? No, ma'am. You did not get the approval. You got the H one B approval. They are saying that your status is not legal. Okay. In United so, States. 
Okay, so first so question, that's, I have to that's a status it. violation, and if you put that as a status violation, and that explain that that the previous company did not pay the proper salary, okay, and then if you still get the Dropbox, you're fine. If it allows you to go for the Dropbox, go for the Dropbox. At the most, they'll call you for the interview. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, one, okay. One but I want you to have a consultation before you go to the consulate, though, because there are certain things what you can or should not speak. And before you fill the finalize the DS one sixty, also, I would recommend that you have a consultation. What exact language need to be put in there? Okay, sure, uh, Rahul. And one more question, Rahul. Uh, even my son is traveling with me. So uh, there is a question like, do your parents both have valid US visas? So I should, uh, it's, it is no for, for my visa, right? In I have case? to look into the exact question in there. Valid status or valid visa? I will have to look into it. Val- it's better that when you consult visa. a law. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it is better that when you consult a lawyer, ma'am, because it's a little bit complex, DS-160 form, and you violated the status. So it's better that you consult a lawyer before you go. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. Murthy. Hi, Raghul. Uh, thanks for taking my question. So currently, I'm with an employer EA uh, on a H1B uh, uh, Rahul. I have a valid stamping until uh, September 20B, uh, which I'm planning to switch in a month. And uh, next year, I'm planning for a vacation to India during June 2023. Do I need to go for a stamping again? When is your stamping expiring, you said? September 2024. But you change the company right now? Yeah, I'm going to change it in a month. No, sir. If your stamping is valid with company A, if you're working Uh with company B, if the stamping date is still valid, you can still travel. You don't have to go for stamping. But when you come back into United States, you need to show them the H-1B approval of the company that you are working. Not Don't just show the passport and come in. Okay. And once you enter into United States, check the online I-94 immediately. Does it mm-hmm. reflect the new company's 797 or does it reflect the passport stamping? If it reflects the new company's I-797, you don't do anything. If it reflects the passport stamping, then you should contact the lawyer. There are ways to fix around it. If you contact the lawyer immediately, got it? But if you contact after it expires, you will be doomed. Okay? Just take that extra precautionary stuff when you come in. Check the I-94. Is that clear to you? Okay, sir. Yeah, got it. Next person, please. Okay. Okay. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Uday Kiran. Hi. Hi, Rahul. Uh, this is Uday. Um, this is regarding my spouse H1, uh, H, H1 to H4 uh, application. So she's currently on a H1 uh, and we like she's not able to work out the job and we try, I, we applied for a H4 on my uh, H1B as a dependent and it's been almost a Thank month. You. And uh, yeah, we are, uh, she is not able to get the job and get the payroll run uh, and all those things. So can she immediately stop working? She has to wait for a H4 to be approved. Let me ask you a couple of questions. Mm -hmm. Did she got the H1B on October 1st start date or when did she got the H1B approval? Uh, 
it's been uh, last year october 1st yes oh she is been on h1b from october 1st of last year and never worked actually no no she she is like uh, missed her payroll like last couple months like just in last two ah. months did she apply the h when did she last <coughs> start receiving the payroll exact date uh so a month uh, let's say it's like a october number october 1st to first 15 days she got like a, she had to, she was not able to get the payroll so she worked on getting a leave approval for two weeks well, what's the last date she payment. got the paycheck run don't tell me all the leave and everything one okay. simple story october like it's november 31st okay that's a wrong statement november 31st of which oh, year like last year last month like 31st of last month she's almost without a pay for like one month what's the date last month is october or october 31st is only one week ago or is no, it no. september september 31st is the last pay right? she do not have anything for the october thank you so september 31st is the last pay that she got it the date mm-hmm. though if she mm-hmm. filed the h4 she's fine she can be fine but when is her h did she had h4 before no she was an f1 so she applied for the h4 okay she's fine what's the question now so she's uh, unable to secure the job can she stop working can she stay without payroll oh yeah since she filed h4 she can stop working okay and uh, we also applied for h4 ead so if in case we plan to travel to india next question right uh, does it restart we have to restart after we come back or uh, is it going to continue yes you have to restart because it's a change of status from h1 to h4 when she mm-hmm. leaves the country her h4 will be denied okay in the h4 will be denied it won't cause any problem she can still get the h4 stamping in india and come back okay but the okay. ead will be denied in other words when she comes back she has to apply for ead again okay all right uh again uh okay. once just want to confirm is like she can stop working immediately because she already applied for h4 she Absolutely. did not so next person please yes mm-hmm. sir next person please dilip kumar yeah hi rahul uh, thanks for taking my question uh actually uh, i am on h4 visa currently so i got an admit in university so as you know uh, so if i am on h4 uh, so i cannot avail my cpt and opt so i would like to apply for f1 so there are two options uh, one i can travel outside or i can apply to uscis which uh, so university you got admission stevens stevens institute of technology in jersey city new jersey i don't know what that university though is it a day one cpt university no i don't think so okay it's a good decent university why 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 do you guys need to go to f1 why can't you have your spouse file an i140 and get an ead though no she she recently moved along with me uh, so it's less than one month so it should so, be around 6 years right to apply for a green card who said that to you no actually she is a tcs company? employee she yeah. is a tcs employee yeah Uh, can i advise you something though yeah sure, sure what will happen with lot of the tcs employees and cognizant and some other company employees you okay. guys wait for 5 years and 5 and a half years and all those things 
in the interim period you going to suffer a lot okay you going to spend yeah. all this money move out of the tcs go join a different company right now the it is in the highest demand in the entire world right now okay okay find out a small consulting companies go join their company they will file an i140 for you you can get an i1 if the everything is ready you can get an i140 approval in six one year do you see my point that's yeah, yeah, a good, good investment for you because tcs you stay they don't file the green card until five and a half years okay and most of the time they will say some lame excuse at the time and tell you to go back to india and come back again so if this is the right time for you to make a move if you just come one month ago move out of tcs yeah. right Yeah, sure, sure, sure. We'll try for a green card. Now, yeah. second thing, second aspect that you said is that going outside the country and getting the thing done. Yes, I do not advise going outside the country because it's very risky. They may not stamp your passport with F one visa, but of course you okay. can always come back and H four if they don't. Do. Okay. So, uh, so you mean to say that uh, I should apply for USCIS, right? Uh, but about the process, yeah, that's mean, better. Eight to fifteen uh, months, right? Uh, but by the time yeah, I will complete the first year, oh uh, yeah, that's fine. You don't have you can you you won't until you get complete the first year. You won't get any work permit anyway. The OPT comes after you complete your final year, is right? No, I'm talking about the CPT. I mean, I'll be not be eligible for CPT also, right? Uh, so if we if, don't if, recommend. Uh, it's not a day one cpt you said is right yeah so you that three particular three months cpt you are speaking about is right yes 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 the yeah you will be missing that yeah you can yes. go but if they don't stamp you can come back and apply for the change status is up to you okay right thank you okay next since you have a stamping of h4 i'm fine with it If you didn't have yeah, a stamp, then I would have my, recommended my, not. My H four is valid till twenty right. twenty. Yeah, you, you can, yeah, you can, you can go, you can do that. Yeah. My major investment, what I will tell you is that, yeah. By the time you do all these things, by the time you get a CPT or whatever it is, even that's only valid for three months. If you invest that, if your family invests that much time in joining a new company, you will actually get paid more than TCH, which we know how it is works out, is right? and yes. then you will get an ead based on the h4 ead okay we'll, that we'll will be the long term investment and a better investment yes i will try for h4 believe me i came on h4 yeah i came on h4 i know what i what i'm supposed to do i came on h4 you're only thinking of short term okay you're not thinking of the long term next person please but uh, well, you know i can only Tell you what is best for you. Next person, please. Venkat. Hey Rahul. Uh, so I have an uh, EB two approval and EB three I one forty approval with the company A, and uh, mm-hmm. I also filed for a four eighty five J in June, and I am planning to stay for one eighty five one eighty days for the four eighty five J for EB three to EB two upgrade, mm-hmm. and after mm-hmm. the one eighty days, I am planning to move to company B. now in case mm-hmm. in the future if eb3 moves can the company b use the company a's eb3 140 approval and do a we, we we don't we don't know if that can be done that cannot be done we have tried it we have tried it 
for it's called self petitioning for EB3. With I mean self petitioning for EB2. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it didn't work. You can try it. So, uh, what do you mean by it doesn't work? USCIS rejects it. No, they may not consider it and give you EB3. Ah, oh, okay. Your EB2 will okay. be fine. Yeah, yeah, my EB2 will be fine. So I'm locked. No, if you're an EB2 or EB3 right now. But if I stay for 180 days, they have to honor my EB2, right? Because I did a switch. Uh, with they, they will in generally honor, yes. But there is nothing like they have to. Okay. Okay. Next okay. person. Because I, I raised an SR and they confirmed on the SR that I have been upgraded to EB2. I don't know what they mean. Okay. Let's see that. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Rahul. Next person. Abhishek. Uh, thank you, Rahul, for taking my question. Actually, I am planning to switch a company, okay, but uh, they are not ready to do the 485J. They want to start uh, the H1 process and the GC process from the initial. And they are telling that in case if your uh, current 485, which is with another company with whom I never worked, that get rejected, I can't able to port my current date to them. Is it true? Okay. If your green card gets rejected, why would the green yep. card be rejected? No, no. So they are just raising this question. Okay. Because I never worked for that company. They are telling in case if your current 485 will get rejected, we will not able to port the date. And I only have one I-140 with the company with whom I never worked. And uh, I'm trying to switch after 180 uh, days. You can, you can still port the date. It's not a problem. I don't know why your 485 will be denied. Okay. Okay, sure, Rahul. What I will do, I will try to yes, set, up a, set a consultation with you, okay? And then yeah, I will go into the detail, okay? Yeah, sure. Thank you very much. Rahul. Thank you guys for coming. The next Zoom conference will be uh, tomorrow at, uh, uh, tomorrow at uh, uh, 11.30. Okay. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.